Okay, welcome to Business Talk with Henrietta. This is the place where we speak with the most up-and-coming female entrepreneurs to figure out how they build the life of their dreams. And this episode is sponsored and supported by ABG Sundal Collier Women in Finance Foundation. And this is a foundation that was established around five years ago and it aims to contribute and to increase the proportion and better facilitate for women working in the finance industry in Scandinavia. It was actually founded by ABG Sundal Collier and current and former partners of the company. And they actually donated some of their shares to the foundation and the foundation's capital will yield dividends that must be used for the purpose in increasing women in finance. So the foundation can actually provide support for measures that helps increasing the interest in a career in finance among women. A really, really cool foundation and I'm so proud to be representing them for these four episodes that is upcoming in Business Talk with Henrietta. I'm going to interview women in finance and women that have started financial companies. I'm also so excited to share these interviews with you and I hope you will enjoy it as much as I do. Um, I've also linked to their website, ABG Women in Finance. It's in the description so you can go there and check out their cool projects. Enjoy! And today we're speaking with two amazing ladies here. We are sitting in Oslo in your offices. And you are some tough ladies within the investment scenery in Norway. And the co-founders of WIM, Women Investor Network in Norway. Camilla Andersson and Angela Holter. Camilla is the CEO of WIM and a serial entrepreneur, investor and founder of various crowdfunding companies. In WIN, she is most active in raising capital and in investments. She's also a board member and investor relations lady of the Fetty Ocean Distillery. Angela, she was the earlier managing director of Astia Angels, a global network for investors investing in female-led tech, uh, female-led tech companies. And she is now a chairwoman in WIN and a gender equality advocate, startup investor and advisor. Wow. And today we will talk about investments, startups and leadership. And I'm so excited to hear your story together. Founding WIN in Norway and also gain some more insight from an investor's point of view. What it takes to actually raise capital for your startup. And what entrepreneurs should think when they raise capital. Because I saw a report that 0% of funding was uh, yeah invested in female started companies and I'm trying to figure out why is this so and uh, how can we get some more tips and tricks from uh, from you welcome to the studio thank you thank you so yeah. exciting to be here are you happy yes yeah very excited yeah okay so tell us briefly Camilla and Angela how did you two meet how did you like start oh. this uh, adventure together Oh, that was that. This is a fun story. So it all started when I uh, when I started um, exploring the innovation ecosystem in Norway, and uh, I definitely wanted to meet those people, those icons in the ecosystem. And someone, a common friend, sh- uh, said, uh, "You have to meet Camilla Anderson." 
She's the first female investor, the female angel investor in Norway. So you really need to talk to her. And then I started uh, chasing Camila and stalking Camila and all of that. She ignored me for a while <laughs> until we met in, a, in, a, in an event. And then we talked and we just hit it off from okay. there. Okay. And yeah. you, Camila? Uh, like, um, <coughs> tell, tell me more about your experience before meeting with Angela and starting with... Yeah. Uh, like Angela said, I was quite early starting investing investing but that was because i started my first company here in norway when i was 25 mm -hmm. and uh, that gave me the opportunity to start investing in others mm -hmm. uh, startups mm -hmm. um, so i was quite alone to be a woman i didn't think about it that much mm -hmm. because i was young and you just moving forward uh, so i did and uh, then i kind of saw that it's it was not natural either for women or men in Norway to invest in startup, mm -hmm. taking the risk. Mm -hmm. Because like you said, I'm Swedish uh, and I think that Norwegian people was more, um, because of the, uh, uh, the tax uh, issues for real estate, mm -hmm. people do not need to take some risk because it is risk to invest in startups. Mm -hmm. So they rather don't. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's not normal. In Sweden we have a great ecosystem of startups mm -hmm. and, and we have many unicorns and everything. So I was quite early starting investing. So mm -hmm. but now it's changed. Yeah. What, what, what company did you start when you were 25? You lived in Stockholm uh, back then? No, I I, uh, um, I was born in the north of Sweden yeah. and moved to the west coast. Before I moved to uh, Norway, I lived in Gothenburg. Yeah. So I was working with uh, commercial teletext. Okay. So that's what I started. My first company was TV2 Teletext. Okay. You're probably too young to know what teletext was, but that was before internet. And then I started internet company, then I started mobile service companies so i was in the media technology field yeah wow interesting i, I didn't i didn't notice like you were quite early on and now can i can we ask about your age because you've been in this game so long uh well i'm 35 35 <laughs> oh, sorry. you never you never sorry i've learned that from now you never ask a woman about her age but you are over 50 yeah okay you're definitely experienced and um so you two meet when you finally get a hold of uh, Camilla. Yes. Back in what year are we then? I think this was like 2018. 2018. Yes. You meet and then you figure out uh, to start win together. No, you... no, not right away. I had the I had uh, an itch about why in the investor <coughs> rooms you have these uh, rooms full of men. Mm -hmm. And because in Scandinavia, and when you see Scandinavia from the outside, this is the place where gender balance and gender equality has come the farthest. Mm -hmm. And I, and it was very surprising to me that in the investor meetings, it was very unbalanced. Mm -hmm. It was dominated by men and very uh, white men push, pushing 50. Absolutely. And, uh, and very few ladies interested in the mm -hmm. conversation. Mm -hmm. So um, I started doing a, a series of surveys together with uh, someone from a university here in Oslo uh, about why that was. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to, you know, just talk about that. Look, my observation is this, let's do something about that. 
and I remember one of the people that really paid attention to this to this observation of mine was Camila and Camila said yes absolutely I noticed the same yeah I'm very much alone and very few other women but very few when we're talking about investments especially in early stage companies in innovation which is so important to mm -hmm. invest in that because then you have you have a saying mm -hmm. in whatever product or service is coming to the market mm -hmm. if you don't invest you don't have visibility mm -hmm. to those early stages mm -hmm. before things get to market mm -hmm. so she uh, she understood where I was coming from and she decided to uh, to keep on the conversation going we started getting a little bit more serious in 2019 mm -hmm. and we finally launched in 2020 she right. started uh, we started as Camila being the chair of the board yes also because I needed a blonde woman in the team <laughs> so so I was like who's the blondest she was the blondest she's the blondest you're the brunette yes. you're the still blonde. are yeah still are yeah so you so you sit in the um, so you have also raised uh, Camila, uh, a lot of capital for, for Win, right? Or not for other companies as well? Other companies, not for Win yet. No, but you will. We will. How can you just, I am I'm so curious about this, you know, funding round, uh, raising capital, because I was speaking with someone yesterday on the event when we had the live podcast about there was a woman coming to me and saying it was so hard being a woman raising capital because it's it's a numbers game. It's mm. not about how you look and how you are positioned. It's just like you need to show results. That's at least my my impression. But can you tell us, Camilla, how do you raise capital? Well, I probably use a too much time to to take the whole story because it it is very difficult. Uh, and it's uh, of course more difficult for women and when when someone says it's it's the numbers game it's everything if you're gonna sell something it's about the numbers game uh, you just need to meet a lot of people uh, to have the yes uh, of course mm. but again I think it's more challenging for women and that's because there is not many women investors mm. and it's also of course depends on what type of company you are but if you're having services or product for women it's not easy to pitch all these guys of, of 50 up plus to understand what type of product and services this is mm. so of course that's the difficult and again you need to you need to know kind of the strategy behind this uh, <laughs> fundraising. That's why I started the crowdfunding companies <laughs> because I, I wanted to do more helping or, or helping the startups to do this more structured, more effective <laughs> way of raising capital. <laughs> because yes, you need a great network and that's usually the biggest challenge. <laughs> and of course, when you are new, it takes even more time because you haven't been out there raising capital mm. it's much easier for me if I gonna raise capital because I've done it 50 times mm. because mm. you're having a network and you know who wants to invest in this field yeah but uh, absolutely it's 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 a uh, I, I think we will have a great masterclass in in, in win mm. to discuss also the strategy behind it because mm. it is a strategy yeah. and it's very different towards doing this in Norway yeah because the biggest uh, difference between like Sweden and Norway is that in Sweden, if you meet a business angel or an investor, they make their own decisions. Mm -hmm. 
on uh, on an investment in Norway they usually want someone to have said yes mm. before you're gonna say yes mm -hmm. so you are more like I don't know what you call it in English like uh, based on other people's opinions so you say like if if, yeah. if, if you have bought uh, that thing and I think it's cool because you have bought it yeah and they trust so much and I think maybe that is also the culture because we haven't done it so mm. long here mm. in Norway mm. we haven't been investing in startup for so many years here mm. I mean we just started for like seven eight years ago yeah. there were no ecosystem on investing in startups mm -hmm. but now it's it's great and it's getting there and I also see all the, the women mm -hmm. like in Fede Ocean Distillery we have 578 women invested in one company Right, and that's the power of crowdfunding, right? It's, yeah, it's, it's a type of crowdfunding. I usually, I have done this manually. Yeah. So I'm responsible, responsible for the, the fundraising of Fedi. Yeah. But of course, it, it, we haven't done a, a crowdfunding platform, mm. but we have been using like owner's room to help us to do this more effectively. Okay. But we have done it through our network mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. That's how it started, and of course, of, of the entrepreneur Anne Kopang. Yeah. So you have, you know, taken contact with all of these eight hundred uh, investors. Seven six hundred five hundred seventy eight. Oh. Yeah, I've I've been in personal contact with everyone. Yeah. But of course, it's been the last three years. Yeah, yeah. So it's just growing your network, mm -hmm. so that we also hopefully in the future can help more women entrepreneurs mm. to connect with this type of network mm. because they are women investors. Exactly, and that's why we we also lack the amount of women mm. investors mm. having the opportunity to do that, and that's why also women lack the network. Mm. So the only way to solve <laughs> this is to get more people, uh, more women start companies, and more women yeah. going to investing, and then invest in more in female-founded yeah. companies. But what, what does an investor normally look for when, when investing in, um, in a company? Yes, well, um, I want to make a comment about uh, yeah, the sure. previous oh. question. The thing is that we men and women, we have different networks. And yesterday we saw that when, when we were talking about business and about equity funding <coughs> and, and, and revenue-based funding and all of these, and you said uh, this is what guys talk about in the in the dinner parties. Absolutely, and we we girls we don't. And the reality is that when uh, female entrepreneurs go out and they do their first and second rounds, they go to their networks, their natural networks, mm -hmm. their family and friends. And usually there are no investors there. Mm -hmm. So, and men, they do have their natural networks. They have their uh, colleagues, their, they have their friends from uni, uh, from uh, school, um, neighbors that already are investing. So that divide in the networks makes it more difficult for, uh, for women founders. Mm -hmm. But also, you asked me, what do we look for in companies when we invest? Mm -hmm. Many different things. Yeah. And Camila and I are, are actually divided because this is a, person, uh, this is a personal question you're asking. Yeah. It depends on your own personal profile. Yeah. It depends on who you are as a mm -hmm. person. For example, when I started investing earlier on, uh, I, I was uh, very, uh, I loved the risk. So for example, it was my first investment was in um, 
it, it was investing in football players mm -hmm. that were under 17. So if they were bought out by a, by a football club, a professional football club, then you got your money multiplied by a number. So that was very interesting. And I loved that it was almost gambling. You have no saying when it comes to if he's skilled or not. I don't know. I mean, I only look. I I, I only watch the uh, the World Cup, so I don't know much about football. Huh. But that was fun. So, for example, for me, it's something that uh, an industry that I know is going to uh, be relevant moving forward. Mm -hmm. For example, we know that uh, the oil and the gas industries here is strong, mm -hmm. but we know we need to shift to something else. Mm -hmm. So one thing that I look at is the industry. Is it an industry that I relate to on my values? Uh, on my values. For mm -hmm. example, I don't invest in um, in, um, in weapons or anything that has any touch point with weapon, uh, weapons or warfare or uh, oil uh, and gas, mm -hmm. even though it could be quite uh, profitable, mm -hmm. I don't. So it, for me, for example, is my values. But, uh, and I took a little detour. But what to look for when investing in startups? I think that uh, we agree that one is the team or the three T's, mm. the team, the timing, and the traction. Mm. So the team, of course, you invest in early stages, you invest in people. Mm. Are, they, are they the team that have the right dynamic among themselves mm. to stay with the company in the long term and see it through mm. Mm. until they get to market? That's number one. Number two, uh, if there are zero entrepreneurs, if they know the game, they play it much better. Mm. So that's also one Which thing. Which makes it really hard for a female entrepreneur, never mm. done it before, doesn't have the network, doing it for the first time. Yes. It's almost impossible. One yes. percent. Yes. But then, uh, sorry, then they can have another in the team that is a serial entrepreneur. So yes. you need to have a ah. team that is not only one person. It's very, very, very important. That's a good tip. So yeah. if you are quite new to this yes. and you want this and you have a burning heart for doing, starting, mm. Mm. Get on uh, with a serial entrepreneur on your team. Absolutely, yeah. even even in the yeah. in the advisory yeah. board or in the mm. board, yeah. the board of directors. That's why I looked for Camila and yeah. I and I stopped her uh, and chased her down to until sh uh, she sat down with me because she knew this ecosystem yeah. and yeah. I did it and I needed to borrow that expertise. Yeah, and so that makes it more uh, what is a um, not sustainable, but um, it has foundation. Mm. So yes. that you trust it, it's trusting uh, exactly. with having someone with you know uh, knowledge in the in their backpack. Um, you said the last. Yeah. So the, the three T's are team, track, uh, timing, and traction. Timing, for example, something that people want to want and need right now to solve a real problem, and this is the perfect timing. It's gonna be it's gonna be a success. Mm. And traction. Um, not necessarily the companies need to be having, they don't need to be profitable, mm -hmm. they don't even need to be generating revenue mm -hmm. yet, mm -hmm. but it's necessary that they have some sort of traction that is not just an idea. Mm -hmm. uh, so is there anyone out there mm -hmm. that want to use this solution and is ready to pay for it? Mm -hmm. If the answer is yes, then that's an, an investment opportunity that, that is worth looking into. Exactly. Do you have any comment to that, to the three if, Put on that it has to be at least a gender equality team. Yes. 
Yes. Exactly. But there's the mix of female and yeah. male, and or yeah. either female. Yeah. Um, in Win, you are teaching other young aspiring women to invest or like new starters for investing which makes this also solve this problem that we mm. need to learn more on how we also should invest yeah. even though it's just a small amount of money is still investing and yeah yeah, yeah. i mean we we're trying to educate more women to feel more safe me and feel comfortable mm -hmm. and start investing yes because i mean we need everyone needs to start investing exactly one thing is to, of course, like we crazy do because we love the risk to do it in startup. Mm. But if not, you can do it in funds or on the stock exchange, whatever. But you need to start investing. That's exactly. the big, big difference. Well, what are you investing in now? What's the smart case to invest in now? Like you've invested in startups, right? Yeah. So what, what's in your portfolio? How are you thinking? How's your investment strategy? Yeah. For up. me, it's been different because the last years since after I've been working with the crowdfunding, I've been only investing in companies I, that I am involved in. Mm. So I've been working mostly with Fede Ocean Distillery mm. almost for now soon two years. Mm. So that's where I'm quite involved. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I have done one more. <laughs> I did one day, did this <laughs> summer. So. Yeah, uh, it's called Vogue Seafood. Yeah. It's uh, it's about taking the competition up to Salma, yeah. the, the, the salmon. Oh. And this is uh, some fish they um, fish in Lofoten mm. and produce it. And they kind of hurtifryse. Yeah, hurtifryse. Uh, quick freeze. <laughs> quick freeze. Yeah. Uh, so it's going to be as fresh as possible mm. when you get the fish. So it's gonna have a longer li living time yeah yeah okay so it's been interesting cool and you also mentioned Fedi, Fedi yeah. ocean distillery well, what's Fedi and what are you working with well, there? Sh sh this is the sexiest story and i say it because i'm an investor in Fedi myself <laughs> all right come, this is you come with it well this is uh, started by an amazing f uh, founder here in oslo uh, she's the founder of one of the founders of olivia uh, the restaurants uh, and she took some of the money when they uh, sold most of the chain restaurant chain mm -hmm. to private equity fund and invested in the Fede Ocean distillery it's a gin and whiskey distillery and we hope to make the best whiskey and gin ever uh, we have uh, got some gold medal for our gin called nine sisters <sighs> uh, and we also now trying to save the island from being a fraflyttningsøy till att bli en tillflyttningsøy. I have no what, idea what, what in island is this? This is uh, the, the island's name is Feje. Feje? Yeah. It's and outside. And is the distillery located on yeah. Feje? Yeah. Yeah. So it's just amazing. Anna decided to only have women investors yeah. because she, every time she lost um, uh, investment money, uh, it had been with uh, guys yeah. <laughs> so she decided I'm gonna do it with women because that's when I'm making money so today we are 578 investors mm. and we're also doing a new round now in November so we're gonna have even be having like over 60 70 on the waiting list yeah. to invest in Fedi yeah. 
Can size. I be on the waiting list? Yes, you can. can. I invest? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone can. Yeah. yeah, it's just amazing, and and the great part today, uh, right after this, we're gonna have a, a, a Akshay Kush yeah. for all the investors, just mm. to learn and teach, because we also hope they some are professionals investors, but some is not. Yeah. So we really hope we can kind of inspire them also mm. to invest in other companies mm. and do this more mm, mm. exactly and and how long has this Fedi been going on for two two years no Fedi been around honest uh, took it over like in 2019 but yeah. it's been really up and running yeah. in the end of 2019 yeah wow and i need to taste the, the gin it's probably it sounds famous i think i've heard it before nine sisters and it's very good yeah Yeah. it's very good Thanks and so it so. doesn't get sexier than that no women investors producing whiskey yeah. yeah in in a in a tiny island in between is the the closest island norwegian island to scotland yeah and with a lot of weather and a lot of rain and all of that i think it's just amazing and i think the storytelling Um, does a lot with that. Mm. The fact that we're almost on a mission mm. to fund mm. a company that is producing uh, whiskey, I think is very fun. Mm. That's true. And as, as we know, I should say, um, at the beginning, uh, it was, I guess, the second round that Fedi opened up. Mm. And we were in the middle of one of our uh, Learn to Invest programs. And of course, Camila mentioned that and everybody was curious. So mm. tell us more about Fedi. And then she said that and she took it from the learning point mm. of view. So the team, we went through the team, the product, the go-to-market strategy, the product market fit, mm. everything, exit mm. strategy and all of that. And then at the end, of course, everybody wanted to invest. But the ticket was too high for some of uh, some of the women. Well, how was the amount? I, I think it was yeah. 50,000. Mm. Especially when you haven't invested before, mm. 50,000 is like, mm, you know, I work hard for my money. So putting 50,000 in a company that I don't know just because I'm excited. So then what we did is that we came many women, mm. uh, initially nine. So we started a, a company, an investment company, uh, an SPV, Special Purpose Vehicle. And nine women invested, some invested 10,000, others 20,000, others 50,000, mm. and then we came in as one investor in Fedi. Mm. The great thing is that two, we have participated ever since mm. in two other rounds, mm. and we've seen the price of shares mm. uh, growing for each round. Mm. So uh, people started with only 10,000, and now it's like 100,000, mm. and all of a sudden we're one of yes. the, win uh, is one of the, biggest investors biggest. in I should speak with that in founder Fedi. in my podcast absolutely, yes, absolutely. she's amazing yeah. yeah okay wow so just all about this starting a startup you have a lot of experience with that uh, mm. Camila starting up something from the beginning mm. building it up what's your best advice for for other women wanting to start well I, I hearing it all the time yes you need to have the drive and the passion yes Because that, that's the only way. Because it's it's so many bumps on the on the road that if you don't really are crazy enough that you think you can really do this. And when I'm uh, when I say that, I really mean it. If you just have any small doubt that this is not working and you can't do it and you are not the right one, don't do it. You just need to be hundred percent sure. Mm. You love what you're doing and you just have the passion and you can 
make it happen because it's like everyone says 24 7 and you're crying as much as uh, drinking champagne so it's like it, it's just amazing uh, journey yeah yeah and uh, you just also have to learn to enjoy the journey not yeah. only to get to the goal exactly what was your goal back then when you uh, were oh, starting out as 25 oh, this is gonna sound funny but i was young yeah. uh, uh, for me it was to make enough money to take care of my family Oh, yeah. that's, that's, that's also a nice one. Get rich and do what I would like to do and get the money so I can kind of get myself the uh, freedom freedom to do what I want to do mm -hmm. and invest and help others. You so, feel like so, you accomplished yeah. that goal? Yes. Yes. Are you, are you happy right now? No, I work too much with the uh, Win and Fetty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so now it's just crazy times. But yeah. I, I would be happy after uh, a New Year. After the New Year, <laughs> and now you're sitting here saying enjoy the process, and then you're saying that you're working too much. You know, it's a balance there. You know. Yeah, I know. Uh, and what's the what's the best advice you would you would give to yourself when you were this? I know you like this question, Angela. I do. In when you go back to your twenties, what what advice would you give to yourself? back then with all the knowledge knowledge that you have now yeah i, I did answer that on on uh, another happening here last week uh, because I, I i had to think from from last time we discussed this and i think for me it's like what i'm doing for other girls and women now yeah start investing early yeah. uh, i made tons of money when i was quite young uh, yes, I invested in, in new companies and everything, but I mm. could have invested so much more, mm. but I didn't know about equity, I didn't know about shares, I didn't know about funds, mm. a stock exchange, absolutely not. It took me so many years, even if I was starting and running companies by myself, mm. but that was a learning process. Mm. I wish I was starting investing very, very much, much earlier. Yeah. 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 You're also leaders. You are leading, you're saying that you are kind of leading this group of young girls trying to uh, invest and of course you're role models and that's why you're here in my podcast because we need more role models, getting them up in the light so that more can see that okay it's actually possible, if she can then I yeah. also can. So how, how is it to be like a leader and what is the best skills to have um, when you're going to lead this movement, movement forward? Wow, I think that uh, it's necessary to walk the talk. Mm -hmm. So if we're talking about starting to invest <coughs> and investing early and learning about investments, we need to do it ourselves. Mm -hmm. It's sometimes it's comfortable uh, just to sit back and to think that you know it all, but we need mm -hmm. to, we're learning every day, we're learning. And so walking the talk and also you're mentioning leadership. I think this is a, this is a never ending process, learning process. I think uh, something that I need to learn is to uh, have a lot of compassion in the way I talk. Mm -hmm. I'm too impatient, and sometimes I come, it come, my words come out a little bit with a with a tone that is not what I intended. It's just because I want to move forward and to get things done and to get them done yesterday. And, uh, a little bit too intense. She's from Colombia. So yeah, yeah, I'm Colombian. <laughs> so I need to tone it down. So yeah, so it's uh, leadership is just, you know, just enjoying the process. I think mm -hmm. that's good. And I'm, I'm being compassionate with others and especially with yourself. Mm -hmm. It's a process and mm -hmm. we're all learning. Exactly. Mm -hmm. What's your take on leadership? Uh, 
first of all, um, like you're saying, we're learning and, and leading this, but, but show is it's not that difficult. Mm. It, it's, uh, and it is a lot of fun uh, because the wordings in this finance is like mm. scaring people off, but it's, it's anything you do that you never heard wordings uh, it, it's like what what does it mean what is mm. this mm-hmm. uh, so, so yeah, I th- think it's important for us to make it very very easy because it's extremely easy it's like uh, shopping on uh, uh, some clothes on the internet or whatever it, it doesn't demand so much knowledge to start investing mm. so that, that that's what I feel I do a lot mm. I just try to get the uh, barrier very very low mm. so every everyone managed to do this mm. what should you job. invest in now in these difficult times we're going into a mm. quite difficult mm. period uh, mm. with the yeah almost recession and yeah. economically bad times what, what what's smart to to look into thinking about funds or maybe you start yeah. for, for, for uh, I think now it's the time to invest mm-hmm. because every, everything is going have, have gone down uh, so so absolutely now you can join with a lower entrance I think that is important and again it depends on the risk you want to take mm-hmm. for me I'm like Angela love the risk want to put all the money in in early stage company because that's where you can lose everything or you can gain hundred yeah so that that's the way for me to 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 invest what if you lose it i lost many many times you did yes okay. but again you just have to do it diversify yeah. like every everything else you, yeah. have, you don't put in one uh, company mm-hmm. you have to put in 10 yeah because you're going to lose maybe three four and mm-hmm. maybe a couple is going to do it quite well and and then it's one that's going to really do the thing yeah and then that return on investment yeah. will be bigger than the one you yes. lost. Yes. So it's just taking risks, girls. Just uh, <laughs> well, do no. it. I actually <laughs> would like to make a little comment yeah. on that. A word of caution. Uh, in difficult times, I think that you need to stick to your profile. I think that you need to to be consistent. It's easy. It's easy to get scared when you know you read the papers and you hear so bad, so many bad news. Out there but this is the moment as Camila said the markets are for sale 30 percent uh, uh, sale in on, on the stock market this is the moment to start investing mm-hmm. definitely mm-hmm. and for every month that is that the markets are doing bad you're buying cheaper so keep on buying mm-hmm. shares on the stock market I would say complement so while you're investing in that you need diversification of course but also there are other investment possibilities where you can actually shelter your money for example in companies that are building value mm-hmm. over time mm-hmm. there are many startups that are working on fabulous uh, solutions that the world needs mm-hmm. they're ready to uh, to really change entire industries and this is a great way to put in your money put it there that's going to become working capital those companies are going to grow and maybe when things are going to be a little bit more stable you're going to have a nice exit and also just because if you can afford the learning invest in crypto in nfts 
why not? I mean, instead, that's that's fun. That's I'm, fun. I've invested in crypto myself. Yeah, me too. And it's scary. <laughs> Don't look at it too much. Because... I, I can't look at it. It's just like it's going um, not so well right now. But I know, I believe in this technology. Yeah. I think it's the future. And if you still believe in it, you should invest in it. Yes. yes. Yeah. What's your um, business plans going forward, Angela and Camilla? What are oh. you... Yeah. Oh, we're excited. Yeah, yes. tell me. <laughs> well, the thing is that we, we're serious about uh, deploying more capital into companies with female, um, with women, um, or whoever defines herself as a woman uh, in the team, uh, uh, women leaders definitely in the company. Uh, we've been fi- finding out how to do it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that we finally came to a conclusion where uh, we're going to be able to invest some more. Mm-hmm. We've been making some mistakes. We've been learning. So I guess that now all that learning is we're capitalizing on that learning mm-hmm. and we're uh, going to move those plans forward. So, yes, more investments coming up from when? From when? From when. Because we see also that women usually want to invest together. Yeah. And owning the investments together mm-hmm. instead of going by itself so we are now looking for a business model that gonna change that and give the opportunity for all of our members yeah. to in win to join and invest together in more effective way mm-hmm. okay question a follow-up question so would that be like uh, just curiosity here if if i have a startup i have a company and i say that I know when and I want to raise capital. Um, say me, business and uh, this podcast. Can I be raising capital through you or through the members of Win, for instance, or another girl coming in with another startup? For yeah, we are helping startups uh, mm. always. Mm. They can also be a member. We also give them advice, mentor advice on the fundraising process mm. and things like that mm. because that's what we know. Mm. Uh, and then we also try to match mm. our investors uh, who is members in WIN mm. to invest in the deal flow that we also get mm. because we have a lot of women in- investors. Mm. The entrepreneurs is coming to us. Mm. So we try to do that uh, matching process today and mm. we're just going to do it more effectively mm. and invest more mm. uh, hopefully next year. Hopefully next year. That's soon. I should say something else that is in the pipeline. We're really interested in investing, of course, in Norway. This is our home market, but also outside of Norway, Mm. maybe Nordics, Mm. maybe a little bit of Northern Europe. Mm. So we're looking into cross-border investments and what that means from a legal point of view, from taxes, from the the taxation point of view. So when I said uh, we're learning, we're definitely learning. So there are fun things coming up. Wow, excited. We need to follow on with the win. And now I think we are towards uh, the end. I think I'm going to give you the the question I ask all of my guests in Business Talk, which is I'm excited to hear your answer. And then you can also add something interesting on the end if there's something our listeners should go out doing after mm. listening to this. So here the question comes. If you got 5 million kroners, start with you, Camilla, right now. What would you do with them? That's a lot of money. Um, <laughs> first, I would give uh, probably half a million to my two kids mm-hmm. and make sure that they uh, 
take it all to invest in, give them the opportunity to do that. Uh, and, and then I think I will invest in my two companies that I work effectively uh, wor working uh, today in, and that's I, I put some in Feddy and I put in Win yeah. uh, to to really make this happen and to have a success on on these two investments. Yeah, five million crowners could do a lot, a lot at least lot. for Win. Yeah. I think so. And I'm also in the board of of a, a listed company, so I probably invest in ABT. Yeah. Uh, aqua biotechnology so maybe i take a small uh, pot there nice coming on and you andrew what would well, you use I, I would say I that remember last time we talked you were like oh i would like a boat or something yes <laughs> but now it's winter time so i don't want a boat you don't want a boat tell me no i right now but i um i think i would definitely there, there are some amazing companies out there especially in biotech does an area I don't understand, I know very little about, that I'm fascinated by. Mm -hmm. So there are some companies doing awesome things within nanotechnology, robotics, mm -hmm. and all of that. I think I would keep, say, half a million for me to go on a, on a lazy, delicious trip and disconnect my phone. And then the other four and a half, I would definitely invest it. Yeah. Just I want to bring your attention to this. You're asking both of us what we would do. And what we said most of all is invest. Yeah. And I would say that's the takeaway. Mm -hmm. If uh, for all the women out there, educate yourselves and you know what? Just take the little risk. Read a little bit about you. Just learning to invest is more than learning to invest. It, money is more than money. It's power, is the power to Get yourself a nice holiday if you want to. Is the power of helping your children if you want to. Is the power to live in a partner if you have to, or live in a job that you hate. Mm -hmm. So, and this is about money, but it's also about power and it's about influence. And when we talk about investing in startups, is the influence of, um, of having a saying on the world that we're going to have in five, ten, fifteen years from now. Wow. That's my takeaway. Yeah. That's powerful, Angela. I felt it a bit in my in my stomach here. It's like it's power, influence. That's yeah. that's yes. all what it's about. It's about freedom. Yeah. Yes. What's you your take from all and this to conversation? Be involved in decision for the future because yeah. that's what you get when you're investing in shares. You get the power because you're going to the general general assembly where all the decisions are made mm -hmm. so it's very important for us to be where decision is taken exactly. and you can only do that by owning shares mm -hmm. so my mission in life is that every woman in Norway is going to own shares mm -hmm. and I hope we will and you can do it of course through your own company or you can do it in the fund or invest on the stock exchange you don't have to be crazy enough only to do it in startup, but you really need to get owning shares to get the power of decision for the future. Exactly, I, so I totally agree with you. It's about taking ownership in the world mm. and building the world that yeah. we're living in. Yeah. Camilla and Angela, thank you so much for joining Business Talk today. It's been a pleasure speaking with you and a